Hey, hey, friends, I'm Thea Charles, and you are listening to the Push or Pivot podcast. In this series, we discuss the path someone chooses when they are at a crossroads of their life. Do they push through the adversity, or do they stop, reassess, and pivot? In this episode, we spoke with Colleen Rosenblum, who is a co-host of the podcast Hot Flashes and Cool Topics. She shares her story about the pivot she's made to get to where she is today. Hello, everyone. I'm really excited to welcome Colleen, a fellow podcaster, to the Pusher Pivot today. Welcome, Colleen. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Yes, thank you for being here. I'm really excited to hear about your pivots today. And first, I would love if you could tell everyone a little bit about you. Sure. So I am the mom of two young adult daughters. Um, I've been married for 27, maybe eight years. <laughs> I think it's 20. I think it'll be 28 this year. Um, and I have had several careers in my professional life, let's just say. And currently I am a podcaster. Like you said, I have a podcast called Hot Flashes and Cool Topics. And we talk about everything in midlife and beyond. So we're kind of like a big umbrella where all the topics of midlife fall under. And we're loving every second. It's been about six months and we love it. Oh, awesome. It's a really, I I was listening to your podcast and it's really, it's great. It's great for everyone. Thank you. We have, we have a good time. My co-host Bridget and I, um, we've got a good chemistry and we're very different people, but we blend well. So we're having a blast. I'd love if you could tell us a bit about your pivots and I know you had said that you've done a lot of career changes. Where, where have you been? Well, I started my career as an attorney. So if we go back to my twenties, mm-hmm. not so long ago, long. but if we go back, exactly, <laughs> we go back to my twenties. I, when I was graduating college, I thought about getting a PhD in psychology, but at the time my husband, my boyfriend at the time is now my husband. And I decided that law school would probably be best for both of us. Mm-hmm. Um, we felt like financially it made more sense and we could get through school faster than your PhD. So I went into the law thinking I was going to be this um, fighter for the rights of children and adoptions and all that great stuff. And after three years, I think somewhere in those three years of law school, I knew that I was probably making a mistake. (laughs) Probably am not meant to be a lawyer, but I love the research and the writing aspect. So I got through and then I found out very quickly that children's rights you can't live off anything that they support. I worked as a guardian ad litem, an attorney for the guardian ad litem program, and I just wasn't able to make ends meet. So I took a big, a job at a big firm and I did that route and and the pay was nice, but the hours were terrible. Mm. And I found no joy in what I was doing. I didn't find a sense of purpose. And when you're in your twenties, maybe that's not as important. Um, you're not thinking of it as much. I just kind of went through the motions. But once I got pregnant with my daughter around 28, I gave birth. I had a very difficult pregnancy and my job had offered me to come back part-time. And I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to get the nanny. I'm going back part-time. And about a week before when I started interviewing nannies, my husband was like, you're never going back. I know you, you're not doing this. And I was like, yes, I am. You know, it's so he was right. And I just, the idea of leaving her. So I just couldn't do it. So I took a few years off, had my other daughter 
But in doing that, in pivoting the first time and deciding to stay at home, I knew financially it was going to be a huge uh, struggles. My husband had accepted a job as a federal public defender. So we made a little more money, but it was making a choice of priorities. Mm -hmm. And our priorities were not to go out to dinner all the time, drive the fanciest cars, have the biggest house, all that stuff. I wanted to be home with my kids and my husband wanted me home with the kids. So we were, as long as we were a team on that, yeah. it was great. So I stayed home for a few years and I decided um, when the girls started school full time that I would go back to work. And that was the time where I had to make a decision was I going to go back to the practice of law? Something I did not enjoy, mm -hmm. uh, but financially was very, was the responsible decision. And I kind of sat down with my husband and talked about it. And we really, I'm a hard worker. I feel that anything can be accomplished in this life if you're willing to work hard enough to achieve it and start at the ground, work your way up. You're not going to be CEO the minute you get a college degree. It doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. Um, and I said, I don't know what I want to do, but I know I don't want to do this. I don't want to practice law anymore. So, and I didn't want my daughter seeing me do something that I did not have a love or a passion for. I didn't want them to see me in a career path that yes, maybe I could buy fancier clothes for them, but I wasn't happy and I didn't enjoy it. So I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I said, you know, let me just start I was a couch potato for most of my life. So I was like, let me start exercising. Maybe that will open up some ideas in my head. And I started taking Pilates classes and fell in love with them. So being the control person that I am, I learned everything I could about Pilates and realized I can do this. I can teach this. This is something I can do. So I, at, in my 30s, having two small children in school full time, a house, a husband, a life, I went back to school because I felt like if I was going to do this, I was going to do it right. So it was nine months of learning my certification and getting a national certification and then starting a career as a Pilates instructor, which worked really well. So pivoted again, but yeah. worked really well because my hours could work around my kids' hours. They never really knew I was working, but then I realized, okay, you can make decent money with this if you created your own studio. So I invested in some equipment made a studio out of my home mm -hmm. and worked through my house for years. So my kids would be home and I'd be working. They knew the routine. I was enjoying it, but I also was learning a lot about how to be um, a listener and a, a therapist almost because a lot of women who take the lives and I had men too, they yeah. want to share their stories. They're they're connecting not just on a physical level, but an emotional level. Yeah. So I kind of felt like part therapist, part Pilates instructor. Mm -hmm. um, and that was great because that was satisfying kind of the psychology aspect I had studied in college that I never got to complete. So fast forward another, I call it the 12 year itch. I tend to do things for 12 years and <laughs> okay. then I get the 12 year itch. Fast mm -hmm. forward, I'm about to become an empty nester. And we decide to move um, to the Nashville area. And I was an empty nester for about three months. And then one of my children came back. She got sick at school, so she came back. And I continued, I continued teaching at a studio when we moved to Nashville. I created my studio in my house. But I wasn't getting the same sense of purpose as I had been in years past. Mm -hmm. So again, I had to sit down. I had to say, Is, do I want to just push through this? And I want to just you know, find different hours to work, different people, or... Do I, do I want to do something else? I, was, I get this like desire to do something else. So I was like, okay, well, let's pivot again because why not? Right. I'm 52. Let's pivot again. And 
we, my friend and I were sitting at lunch with another friend of ours who had just started a podcast and we started talking about midlife and how it is a huge demographic of women who for a large part of our media and society are ignored. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, you're either in, either in mommy and me diapers or you're in depends and retirement. That's what the media and the world seem to pay attention to. But the women in midlife who are redefining what it means, because at 50, if you're going to live to be 90, you still have another 40 years of your life. You're not in retirement yet. And you have experience, you have knowledge, you have education, all these things to offer a society that for the most part is either looking at the boomers or the millennials. So we were like, you know what, let's look at some podcasts. And there are some great ones out there. They're very um, specific in our niche. So they're either menopause or they're empty nesting or they're pivoting careers. We kind of wanted, like I said before, to be the umbrella of all of that. So since we could not find what we wanted, let's create our own. Why not? You do reach a stage of life where you don't really care about fear of failure anymore. It's Uh about trying it. It works great. It doesn't, and it has worked beyond anything we could have imagined. And it's just great to be able to marry the research that I learned from the law, the therapy stuff I've learned and storytelling from being a Pilates instructor into one area where I am able to research the topics, find people that have a passion for it, listen to their stories and share it. It's been great. So it's all worked out. It's a path that's just all kind of made sense now in retrospect, but then didn't, not so much. (laughs) Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. Um, I'm trying to think of what that quote is that you can't see, gosh, something about you can't, you can't know the path until you get there to look back to see how you got Yes, You know, like something, it's more eloquent than that. (laughs) But But you know what? I understand that. It's true. You don't know what, I really believe with women, we have such guilt over making certain decisions because we are, in a society where we always put ourselves last. Mm-hmm. And I did that for many, many years. And midlife is a time to kind of change that narrative a little bit and say what makes me happy. But if you're going to pivot in a career or a path, know that you're gonna to have to put the work in for the next one. It's not just gonna happen. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, you have to be willing to say, okay, if I'm going to start, I'm starting from scratch and I have to learn. I've had to learn about the technical aspects of podcasting, which I'm sure you've had to as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I had to do my Pilates training. Did I think in 35, I would be in a classroom again? No, but you have to be willing to put the work in if you're going to pivot in life because it's there. You just have to accept responsibility for doing it. For doing it. This is, that's really awesome. And I, I just love all the different things you said, like how you created what you wished existed. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If it's, if it's not there, figure it out. I've always felt like there's, I always say there's, it's out there. I just don't know. I have to get to it. And sometimes it's a matter of researching it. And, you know, I learned that in teaching Pilates, you made a better income having your own studio than you did teaching in classrooms. So I create, you you create what you need to do. It's just, you have to, like I said, I'm repeating myself, but you really do have to put in the work. Yeah. Ah, this is really great. And I can really relate to your story a lot. Um, Even if I even look at my own life, like, you know, I worked in a hospital, not, not a lawyer, but I worked in a hospital. And then I actually, I opened up a boutique in my home the clothing boutique and and that's kind of how 
what got me to here to the podcast is that, you know, speaking with other women when they come to your home is different. It's not, it wasn't about, it really wasn't about the clothes. It was about them finding their own confidence within themselves. And that exactly, exactly. And like, oh, there's like a whole other world out there. And this is, this is something that people need. So then you create it. And I just, um, yeah, I really, I just really resonate with that. Thank you. Awesome. And it is about connecting. I mean, similar to your boutique, when I would teach women in my studio or men in my studio, they just wanted to connect for that hour. They would, I would be like, okay, move your leg here. And they're like, no, let me tell you about this. And this. And you're like, focus people. Focus. Yes. That's it. Yes. Someone would come and like, I'm looking for a shirt. Like you haven't looked at any shirts, but you've talked for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> It's, and it's, it's that need for connection. I mean, I find with women, like I said, our demographics, like 45 to 65, the hardest challenge is getting them to figure out how to find a podcast. Like, Oh, I don't know how to do that. Like it's a purple square on your phone. It's not like, just press the purple square. It's, it's almost like learning new things can be almost too intimidating sometimes when it's a very simple process. It's just yeah being okay with trying being okay and, uh, with trying. and like you said being not worrying about the outcome don't worry about the failure just try exactly and if you're willing to do that then pivoting becomes a challenge that you it's almost fun you know what i mean it's like a new charge i love new charges yeah. <laughs> i love finding a passion and because i don't think that we're set to be only one career we're not one-dimensional people Right. So if you find your career early and you are lucky enough to, my older daughter, she works with special needs children. It's her passion since she was 12 years old. I don't ever see her changing that. And that's great. But most people don't necessarily know what they want to do in their 20s or their 30s. And it's okay to change. Yeah, I think that's another good point is to know that we're always evolving and that our passions will change. Like, as we grow, we're going to grow in all different ways. And even your daughter working with those children I'm sure like techniques change and the way she looks at it and how she approaches things probably change so yeah we're not one-dimensional we're always going to be growing in some way or another exactly some of us and how great is that I mean awesome who wants to start their journey and finish it in the first like two years I mean Mm -hmm. there's you always want to get that new path or or just new experience so you have a whole lot of life to live and it's not just about the beginning and the end, like you said, too. There's all exactly. the So, and it's what's good and it's bad and it's challenging and it's sometimes easy, but be present in it, be in it, because that's the only chance you have, even when you're stuck at home, like we are right yes, now. Another way to grow and a different kind of, different things opening up. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But just kind of go with it. Yeah. Point. Go with so. the flow. If you could give someone one piece of advice, what would that be? So to listen to yourself, like it's really easy to be influenced by the world and what you think, what people are telling you is right and wrong for you, but you have an inner voice and the earlier you can listen to that inner voice and follow it, the happier you'll be, but also know that in listening to it, you have to be willing to put in the work. You have to be willing to commit to something and commit to it and do it the best of your ability. So that's what Beautiful. I would say. Thank, Thank you. So, so much. My, my pleasure. This was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Different on being the other side, huh? 
I know it is. It's always weird to talk about myself. I'm always like, it's just an odd thing. Uh-huh. I never did that. That's something you learn in podcasting too, is that mm-hmm. you have to be vulnerable and you have to tell your story because you're listening to everybody else's. So yeah, 100% true. 100%. Can you tell us, um, tell us how to find your podcast and any, how to find you? Sure. So our podcast is Hot Flashes and Cool Topics, and it's a podcast for women in midlife and beyond. We're on every um, podcast platform, Apple, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, all those fun things. Um, Our website is hotflashescooltopics.com. We have some really cool blogs and articles and all the episodes and a midlife shopping area and references to things. So it's, it's, I, I, put a lot of time. <laughs> I learned a lot from making those. So the website's really cool. We have, we're on Twitter. We're on, we have a great Facebook group. So if you have okay. any listeners that are over the age of like 40 mm-hmm. and they want to engage with some other women of the same that we talk about everything from menopause to career changes to movie binging and everything in between. Awesome. So that would be hot flashes and cool topics of the Facebook groups and Again, if you want to reach us by email or you want to reach me by email, that would be hotflasheschooltopics at gmail.com. Awesome. Awesome. And I'll be sure to put that in the show notes so people can find it. It's a really great podcast, guys. I was listening to one, um, one of your more recent ones about, um, about mindfulness and Mm -hmm. it was so good. So, so good. She's great. Dr. Albertson on Albertson. She's great. We really try to make it very eclectic. Mm -hmm. Um, because again, like I said, women are not one dimensional. So our topics <laughs> should be all over the place as well. Yeah. Um, so it's been, it's been fun. It really has. So I'm glad you enjoyed it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for being on. Oh, my pleasure. And good luck. And uh, hopefully we'll talk again. What did you take away from Colleen's story? How have you evolved over time? I'm Thea Charles and I hope you gained insight from this story. If you'd like to learn more about the Push or Pivot podcast, visit us on the web at pusherpivot.com or on Instagram at pusherpivot. Thank you for listening, and join me next time on the Push or Pivot podcast.